0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I'm your host Sean Gunner right here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And Well, we had to do this on a Friday night, Saturday morning for y'all when you listen on demand uh, because we had the big old storm, even though really here in Miami we didn't get a, a whole lot. It's, you know, some, some pretty typical stuff really other than like some strong wind. But, uh, my heart goes out to everybody that's in Fort Myers, Fort Myers Beach, Cape Coral, uh, even Orlando and, uh, all that area got tremendous flooding. I don't know if you've seen it, Mark, but Fort Myers Beach is absolutely, uh, not the same, just desecrated. It looks absolutely terrible. It feels so terrible for all those people that just lost their homes. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's terrible what, um, Hurricanes can do, and if uh, you know, you were doubting climate change, that's uh, a result that's right there.
1: That's why I don't live in an area that can be hit by one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you live in one where you can have, you know, like a massive blizzard or snowstorm or something, or
1: um, yes, but yeah, <laughs> But the landscape does not change, you know. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, and now it's hitting what North Carolina, South Carolina, people already have no power, and it's flooding beaches and everything, so. Uh, nah, not great at all. Um, so just wanted to put that out of the way. Uh thankfully both um two members of our network here, Mark Radlich and his family was not uh tremendously affected. He got lucky that it actually the big part of it hit underneath Tampa and not right on Tampa. And then uh Ethan that does uh, one half of the Tatakeki, he lives in Orlando and Luckily for him, it, it wasn't anything major as well. So um, that being said, we are going to talk about video games here. But Before we do that, let's go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. If this is your first time or your hundredth time, we appreciate you either way. Thank you always for listening and or, and or watching. Uh, you can watch us on Twitch when we go live. Uh, you can also watch us on our Facebook, uh, W2 Network on Facebook, never Network on Twitch. Uh, on my Twitter, WTM Sean, uh, markets at humanity play, if you want to follow him. And, uh, you know, so you can watch us live there. You can watch us later on YouTube as well, the WTN network YouTube. And then also you can watch us, uh, you know, whenever it is you want on demand there. And you can also listen on the podcast. So, uh, podcast doesn't always come out. It, most of the time it doesn't come out like directly, uh, along with the video. It comes out like perhaps hours or a day later so that's uh, one thing i'll go ahead and put out right now but you do get to listen to it on whatever service you want to listen to it on whether it's apple google iHeartRadio, radio spotify uh, we do appreciate all you guys that listen through any of those services and well we got plenty to talk about here lots of cloud gaming stuff and the major thing is going to be google finally uh doing something we kind of thought was inevitable from the start Stadia getting shut down. Skull and Bones is delayed once again. Also, unsurprisingly, I guess. And quite a bit more to talk about here right after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right. So, well, we might as well just go ahead and get started right here. Not, uh, what a few days ago, Google announced basically in a, in a tweet that came in through an email that was sent to everybody else, the developers and people that actually own Stadia, uh, whether it's the console or games or both that as of January 18, 2023, Google Stadia will be no more. And Mark, we kind of said it from the beginning that this was going to, this was a, sort of inevitable because of the way that they brought this thing out. The entire press conference for it felt like a lot of features that a lot of people weren't going to be asking for. And then some that just never materialized as well. And what do you think went wrong when you look at stadia?
1: Uh, everything. (laughs) They were trying to solve a problem that, like, no one was asking for, or, like, no one is wanting to be fixed. And the fact that they were charging, like, full prices for games was, like, crazy. If it had been lower, or possibly the subscription that, like, Luna is doing, maybe, but no. (laughs) And it just never caught on.
0: (laughs) I mean, technically, it does have a subscription. Yeah, but, like...
1: A worthwhile uh, one, or, you know, yeah. you, you get more than one game, one crappy free game a month that, you know, ba- you've barely heard of.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it felt as if Stadia launched, and, okay, cool, there's Stadia coming, oh, it's a cloud gaming service, oh, there's other cloud gaming services that also exist, and, hey, we're not really, the only thing we're going to do different from those things is hey, you get to pay for your games, so you sort of own them,
1: and except not really. <laughs> yeah,
0: except not, re- but at least they're refunding everyone. That is they could have taken that money and ran if they wanted to, but they're refunding everyone, even the hardware, not just the games. Uh, I saw someone that had, I think it was like thousands spent in games. So you could say the people that that had stadia liked it and used it. But those four people. I know, I wouldn't say it was four. Um, there was a lot of developers that were making things for Stadia. Um, not exclusive, but you know, they were making them. And then also I think, you know, you have people that saying they were like during the pandemic it was great because you could use it as a way to test your game. I think we should really think about that. Like, this did have a purpose. Like it's not like the the technology worked, right? It's just Google did a really bad job of selling it.
1: The technology worked, sure, but again, it's just as it's its trying to solve a problem for like which no one is really asking for and it's like, who's the person going, like, I want to play new games, but I don't want to buy a game console or a PC and it's like, well, if you, you want to play games, you're, you're going to have to do one of those two things and, you know, buying some $50 dongle and crappy controller doesn't solve the problem, especially since like, you know, half the game or not half, but like a good chunk of those games don't work well on Stadia to begin with because they require, like, good timing or, you know, no frame rate issues.
0: Yeah, I think the the big part of it also is just let's think about it in a way of you don't have something like GeForce Now that is taking games that you already own and allowing you to play them through a stream, right? And then you also don't have the... Being able to like Xbox Game Pass, right? You're taking it's part of a, another service that already has games on it, and it's just a feature of that service. So if you don't have a console and you want to play on your phone or you want to play on your browser, you can, right? You can just subscribe to Game Pass. But it, it also has something if you have a really good PC or you have the console, you can kind of do something with that. And they are going to be able to eventually have the dongle and all that stuff i think sadia what really hurt it too is also none of it nothing that it's coming out is exclusive right nothing about it's special
1: when it launched it had like one exclusive game that like no one cared about or maybe i think like two like some that was it
0: yeah uh it's funny to find out later that you know jade raven was signed her contract with google like a week before the event where they showed it off um and then Pretty quickly, they just dissolve all the studios because Google didn't realize that it was apparently very expensive to make games, and it's weird that you have somebody like Phil Harrison as the head of your whole gaming side, and you mean you couldn't ask him how much it cost when he he helped put out two consoles, uh, PS3 and an Xbox One, and how much of a debacle uh, the launches of those were, and how... You know, you're gonna know that you're gonna have to like produce stuff constantly in order to get people to keep doing things with your service, and that was the thing. Like, it didn't have enough games. Your Stadia Pro thing was nowhere near as good as what other what even Amazon Luna can offer. Right? I've used Luna before; it's actually pretty good. And I
1: mean, the Stadia sounded people said Stadia is more or less fine, except for you know, racing games, fighting games. Oh yeah, the the
0: stuff (laughs) that unless you have really, really good internet, you're not gonna be able to do a lot with because you still have the lag and and other things with it. But it sucks for people that really liked it. It sucks for developers that didn't know until like like, the moment that announcement that their game that they what was it, uh the Saints Row or No. Play on announced something announced something that was coming at to Stadia, and then they had a funny meme like a week later. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> so after the announcement, because they didn't let anybody know beforehand, they just, oh hey, it's it's getting shut down. I mean, it's not immediate, but they're shutting it down. So. Uh, you have until January 18, 2023 to play your games on there before they are no longer part of that service. You are getting your money back, so then you can I guess go ahead and, and buy those games on a PC or or wherever else you want to play those. But, I think
1: Ubisoft has said they're also going to try to transition people like who have Ubisoft games to their platform if you want. Yeah, the
0: Ubisoft Plus thing. The one good thing about it, it was like the one place you could play Cyberpunk uh, where it actually worked aside from PC when it first came out, so that helped it gain a lot of traction there as well. Yeah, I I just think it was one of those where like Google just didn't realize how much of an undertaking this is and how much you're not going to get something out of it right away. And they probably, yeah, I mean,
1: they probably expected it to be like Google Mark Google Play Store
0: or something like that, right? Where people were just going to like, but even then, like you know that there are other players in this market, right? Like Apple dwarfs them and every time there is uh, a new NPD and that's just here who knows what's happening in other countries we get numbers that google play store numbers are keep going down and down and down and apples are barely if they're losing anything it's barely anything like a couple percents you know because right. apple has that much domination of the market you know whereas like the market's already dominated by playstation xbox nintendo pc like you're coming in and you're trying to be your own store your own version of steam but for cloud gaming and you have nothing that's exclusive to it why do i need to i mean we we could talk i know you hate them and but even epic has its exclusives yes they're buying uh that but google didn't didn't play that game you know uh apparently there's a rumor that they tried to make a deal with activision until microsoft came and bought them would that have given them a big lifeline sure no probably i think it would have really pissed
1: people off actually because then you're like locked into the service that no one wanted
0: well i mean it would have given them a lifeline to be like okay well you got to figure out do you get stadia or i i can't imagine that it was going to be like exclusive and it wasn't going to be on any other consoles or pc or something there was there had to be something to that. I can't imagine Activision is just going to blow. I mean, they had those deals with PlayStation so that they had, they couldn't have possibly uh, made that an exclusive thing, but the fact that they were going to get like Activision games on there for a certain amount of time, maybe that would have helped, but I think people just aren't ready for cloud gaming in that capacity yet. The way game pass does it, where it's an option, the way GForce does it, it's an option, right? Or it's, you're using stuff you already have and getting to play it on something else because you're not at home on your PC. And even then, not everything works on GeForce now, right? So, like, I guess just to put a cap on it, do you think, uh, I mean, they've talked about using this technology in other other places for Google. They've talked about uh, that apparently the, the employees of Stadia are going to be able to get jobs in other places in Google yeah like
1: yeah. I, I saw uh I think I heard Jeff Gersman talk about it so I like he could be used for like video editing right you know some some type of app or some type of thing that doesn't require like the lowest latency possible or something like that you know or even like education
0: yeah i it sucks that it it didn't work well as uh a, a gaming platform i mean it it did for for the time that it existed. But it's actually sad that it didn't even last as long as some other failed Google projects. Apparently, by the time it goes down, it will have been 10 months less than a lot of other Google things uh, that have been around and failed. So, yep, it goes to show. I wonder if that means there's any kind of time ticking for Amazon Luna at all or if Amazon's going to keep propping that up with Twitch. Or, But, you know, considering Twitch has been going through some bad uh, PR lately after the stuff with the you know dropping gambling and then also increasing uh, lowering the the revenue for the streamers. So we'll see uh, how that goes. Anyway, but since we're already talking about cloud gaming, just so we can go ahead and get that kind stuff of out of the way. Mixer. <laughs> uh, yeah, if there was ever a time for Microsoft to have actually kept Mixer going, uh, this was the time, perhaps. Uh, so. Basically, as always seems to happen, right after we did the show the next morning, uh, Logitech announced a cloud gaming device. And then later that week, um, um, Razer also announced another basically like cloud gaming device. Uh, The Logitech one cost three hundred and fifty dollars.
1: The Razer yeah. One hasn't been like announced yet. Or I mean yeah. it, they they said it was good coming out but they didn't like show it off or display price or anything. So Right, they announced that thing.
0: it's like a, the Razer Edge 5G, you're going to be able to play games in the cloud despite the 5G focus. Verizon is the one providing the the 5G service. Um and you can download games to it unlike the Logitech G where that's all streaming. So they're going to actually do the reveal October 15th. So we won't get um, the full like details of it until then, but it is supposed to be using a Snapdragon G3X Gen 1. The Logitech G, it's too much money. uh, Uh, That, and
1: also if the lack of like a network is a problem.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, I mean, the fact that you can only use it in your house uh really limits what you're gonna do with it. Uh yeah. there are people that like I really don't uh I wind up using my Switch more than say the the Xbox app on my phone uh because I don't want to be using my phone to game really. So you yeah. have a laptop. <laughs> well I have my laptop but I can't okay so if I go somewhere right where my laptop is not with me. I can't I'm only playing, I, I either take my Switch with me or I don't play anything because I don't really want to use my phone to game because then if I get notifications from work or something else, I can't. Uh, it's annoying to to look through and get off the game and whatever. So um, even then it drains your battery life on your phone. So that's not something I really want to deal with either. So having a dedicated like cloud device is actually sort of interesting to me and having a 12-hour-plus battery life is really good because I have the original Switch, and it very lasts three hours. But $350 is ridiculous. Now, I get it. I get the explanation, right, of, oh, well, they're not tied to any company, so they're not going to make money off the games and be able to suffer a loss or whatever. I don't know. I just think that charging anything more than $250, uh, you are asking for nobody to buy this.
1: Um, yeah, especially since it doesn't have, like, I mean, for $50 more, you can get a Steam Deck,
0: which exactly is
1: infinitely more useful.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can get a Steam Deck. Um, yeah, the battery life's not great on the Steam Deck, but it just, if you're going to come out with one of these, you, really, you either got to really go gung-ho and have a lot of great features. Aside from just saying, oh, we're going to work with Xbox, we're going to work with Steam, and we're going to work with this to get it to 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 be great you know you're not giving us really anything so I mean it, I don't know it just you know. I mean
1: the logitech one in particular seems like a wash because it has no it, it only is streaming and if you can't have 5g like the razor one then there's no point like it has yeah. no storage you can't like download a game to it
0: so yeah I mean and I understand sort of the whole like okay I, I mean I'm cool with not downloading a game. If you're only going to be streaming and you're going to be in your house and you're going to be using your house's Wi-Fi, and you would assume if you're buying this, it's because you have really good, uh, you know, internet. You're not buying this if you have like ten megabyte, you know, the the most basic thing your internet provider provi- you know, gives you. Quite frankly, they don't. They just don't. It, there's it doesn't have a like audience. When you when you look at that, you go, who's this for? like nobody because yeah yeah. and and that's that's my thing is like if they had something if it was cheaper and you could say okay cool i'm not paying that much for something where i can just play games on it and i don't have to use my phone but not at 350 dollars, i can buy i can buy a i can buy a series s for less than that i can buy a switch Uh, the, the OLED I could buy, you know, for $50, I could buy a PS5. I mean, it's just, it's, yeah, it wasn't, nobody thought that through and we're just worried about the loss of hardware or the loss of money. And yeah, it just doesn't make sense.
1: You see the uh, Akutako article saying like, everyone's making a new PlayStation Vita, but Sony about these two things. And it's like, yeah, because Sony tried and failed, like just like these two things are going to fail. Like (laughs) Yeah. this isn't and, like rocket science. <laughs> like at least
0: the Logitech ones, I will be very surprised if there is a decent sales number for that. Um, yeah, maybe the mobile one the the Razor one will be okay, but I um, mean also yeah.
1: even if like I think the inertia with the Steam Deck is just too much, also. At least for this this specific market.
0: Yeah. I mean if there is somebody that could do one, they they won't. But Microsoft could do one, price it cheaply and have it be an official like Game Pass machine. And maybe if they yeah. get it to work with Steam, you know, they could sell it.
1: No, but, I bet I don't think they really no. get it to work with Steam.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would literally
1: mean, be a direct competitor with the Steam Deck. So Yeah.
0: Well, who knows? I you know, money talks. So I wouldn't say no to that idea, but I don't Microsoft won't do it. It would be very surprising if they did. Uh You're especially when it. Sega. Who, sega yeah exactly. game gear 2 yeah have the game have the. Game. Yep, we haven't done anything hardware wise in a while except for you know bringing out the old you know genesis mini or whatever yeah uh let's just do a game gear uh mini or whatnot so are they already yeah. those those are, those are bad yes oh that's right they did do that in the-
1: yeah in japan they had like four games per console like Oh, and that's then,
0: right. Yeah. Like, and they're like, they like
1: in tall or something or, you know, some yeah. stupid size.
0: Like, how am I going to see this screen again? <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, yeah. Like you, didn't learn, you didn't learn Nintendo's mistake with the Game Boy Micro. Like,
0: <laughs> exactly. I guess not. Well, Embracer has one positive and one negative this week. Uh, Tiny Tina apparently has done so well that they're going to do a franchise. Of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, I still need to play this game. No, you don't. Uh, I I don't. <laughs> you keep saying I don't, but
1: you played a Borderlands game, so you're there. You,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I still am enthused by the premise. Like, I like the fact that we're going more, you know, magic based and all that stuff. Yeah, I know it's still kind of shooting and and whatnot, but I don't know if it gets down to a low enough price, I think. I'd go. I mean, for it feels it. like
1: yeah, ten bucks and sure, but <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's good that it's so well. It's good that people are are going for it, and they they did a spinoff that that did well. So they're gonna do what Gearbox has been doing: just keep making run stuff it, for it until <laughs> run it into the ground. <laughs> exactly. I will say, I'm I'm still excited for that new Tales of the Borderlands.
1: I'm not uh, because not? they're writing it. So. uh yeah, that's true. Um, like once, once, once Randy Pitchford just said, "Like oh, we're we're you know handling the writing." He's like, "Okay, well I can check out of this well, now." <laughs> I mean,
0: it wasn't gonna be Telltale doing it.
1: It it would have been nice, or if they said like we got the writer from the first game, <laughs> but like okay, maybe you have something there. You know they're gonna have like you know claptrap all in that game, making dumb puns, and it's like like oh Christ, kill me now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you you know that they're gonna have. Uh, stuff like that. All, all I mean, the quote-unquote favorites. <laughs> some of the characters are interesting that they're putting into this new game. I wonder if it's going to have anything to do with the old Tales of the Borderlands at all. Or I'm sure there'll be
1: know. a cameo, or there'll be, like... I don't think it'll, it'll have, like, Reese or the girl or anything, but I'm sure, you know... There'll be, like, a scene, or, like, in the background, there'll be, like, Reese's picture or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe, like, Loader Bottle will come up.
0: Yeah, just it it makes me like just curious to see because I really like that game. So I'm sort of it's just coming out in that month where there's just everything. <laughs> so yeah. you got to pick and choose uh what you're getting uh for sure. Like I can't even, um, you know, I'm intrigued by some of these Square Enix games that are coming out here all at the end of the month. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't even know if I can go for Harvest Stella because it's just too much coming out. I have to, and plus, you know, God of War coming out in November. I gotta make sure, uh, save for that uh, that's as the well. But one. <laughs> yeah, that's the important one for sure. On the other side of the coin, for Embracer Group, when you own so many things, you're bound to have some kind of negative press at some point or another. Saints Row, uh, did not do yeah. well.
1: The biggest hit uh, of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah. and their Embracer Group CEO Lars Winsforz, even uh, said he is personally disappointed by the reception, you know, Volition and Deep Silver's new Saints row, uh, a lot of complaints about it. For the most part, it doesn't seem like there's really a lot of positives from, you know, reviews I, and what I've seen of it.
1: The only positive, and this is the weirdest one, is I've seen people really compliment the game on it's like creative, not, not, well, not creativity, but like the, the fact that like customization options and it's, bizarre because it's like you could do that in every Saints Row game like this isn't new I guess they may give you more parts or maybe like one or two more options but it's like yeah do this in any game any of those games like you know Saints Row 3 had like seven voices same with Saints Row 4 like this isn't like a new concept for the series (laughs) I mean it's definitely not
0: yeah I was gonna say uh,
1: not an argument but a debate with another reviewer on her like Facebook page about it because she pointed out, like, on her review, she's like, Oh, you can customize your character, like, really in depthly. Right. And I was, I was like, I didn't attack her because she was a Facebook friend, but I was just like, You can do this in every game. Like, this isn't yeah. new. <laughs> and I saw, well, that, I mean, like, that
0: was one of the things they were touting about this is that you had a lot of creativity with the.
1: Yeah, but the only, like, new thing you could do is, like, customize your guns. And it doesn't sound like you could do that, you could do that, like, that well. Right. So, yeah, it's just, uh, uh, I don't think they gave Saints Row either enough time, enough money, or enough good people to, like, make it.
0: I, I mean, I think they also, like, they couldn't go to the extremes that the Saints Row games have gone in the past, I feel like, because it.
1: Well, I it, I, I don't mind it being a more grounded, well, pardon, a more grounded game. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, this superhero thing that Saints Row 4 was or even, like, the weird, you know, Scanser of Three is kind of grounded, but it gets crazy after, like, the second mission. So, like, I don't mind that if it's, like, going back to kind of its roots, but it sounded just terrible, like, the the way they tried to do it. So it's like, this doesn't quite work.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, it it's one of those things where he's still kind of hoping that in November they find out some better information, but right now it's kind of like that. The way it's been since the beginning, it's very polarizing, very much a mixed bag reception for this game. I uh, don't think we're going to be seeing it on a lot of, you know, end-of-the-year lists or anything from a, a lot You're of people. you telling me the studio yeah. that
1: put out Agents of Mayhem made another bad game? <laughs> Speaking of end-of-the-year lists, this isn't in our news, but I'll point it out real quick. That Ubisoft is releasing, like, Far Cry 6 Game of the Year edition.
0: Oh, and it's boy. like, who,
1: what publication or website or whoever had far cry 6 as game of the year other than ubisoft
0: <laughs> yep nobody yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could just say like special edition or something i like or like complete people...
1: package or complete, yeah. you know something like that The complete Come edition on, yeah.
0: like you know game of the year edition yeah man nobody that year had it that's game yeah of the
1: year. you're you're wait for the same sort of game yourself. of the year edition
0: yeah right <laughs> Would not be surprised if that's what we get. Um, But, hey, thank you for bringing up Ubisoft here. Skull and Bones has been delayed again, Mark. How not surprised are you? Like I said
1: online, it's a gift that keeps on giving.
0: It's unfortunate that we have to keep talking about this game in this manner. (laughs) Period. Um, (laughs) Period. End right there. (laughs) Well, hey, there are still developers working on this game. I don't want to, like, just hate on that. Uh, I'm sure that they I'm are... I'm sure
1: they're chained to a desk in Shanghai somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not a great look when you thought okay, they just made the whole big deal about releasing this gameplay trailer and... I mean uh, they
1: gave a definitive release date a few months ago whenever the hell they released that
0: trailer. Not only a trailer like they released a, like, a story trailer they release like gameplay footage, all of that, and then go, okay, it is coming out the day before God of War comes out, uh, um, November 8th. That's it. It's coming. And then all of a sudden, oh, well, it's not ready. And we're moving it to March 9th, 2023, which I guess they want to make sure it comes out in this fiscal year so they don't lose anything else from it. But hey, still
1: thinking of, still thinking of release in Stadia? Uh, I
0: don't, I, I mean, it wouldn't make any sense to release any games on Stadia because then people were well, no, buying stuff really, on, yeah.
1: Yeah, if it's going release on March 9th, you know, that'll be two months after Stadia goes down. Oh, that's
0: right, that's right, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but even then, if they had released, I, yeah, I think, I wonder how they're going to do that. Are they going to even just, I guess they're not going to release anything else on Stadia, right? Because then you'd have to refund that if somebody buys it.
1: Well, the store you can't yeah. even buy anything on Steam anymore. Like the store's already taken offline. So. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're just
0: letting you only play what you bought right. yep. in your library. So, but either way, um, Ubisoft, give them credit. At least they're not just putting it out there to die. Uh, they have realized that you know they have the ability to give games life after they launch. But you want to launch them in the best position possible. Um, I feel bad for that studio at this point. You're just continually working on this game that you don't know what the reception of it is going to be, um, because it is. It does feel like it's missing a lot from things that you see and. Yeah, I, you know. a sneaking
1: suspicion it's not going to be the most positive reception.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just want to know, like, if there are if you out there are excited for Skull and Bones, please let me know, please. Hit me up, W or hit up Mark, and like, let us know. Are you excited for this game? <laughs> the, the
1: the The thing is, is I like the pirate stuff in Assassin's Creed Four. Right, me too. But it it goes hand in hand with there being like, me- you know, third person melee combat. Like you're taking over the opponent ship, or you know, stuff like that. Like, I didn't find the naval combat like that wholly interesting i thought it was fine yeah but
0: and this is more like pvp as well right you're you're trying to level up in in like your ranking and so you can build a better ship and all that stuff it's not part of a i guess grandeur story it's more of the titanfall one oh there'll be story around it but that's not really the whole point of the game
1: so i still don't like i guess a sea of thieves like there is a kind of communal aspect or, you know, partner up with your friends, right? but they've announced that for this game at all. It's not like, Oh, you and your friends can hang out on your, on your ship and do different shit, different crap. Yeah. It
0: doesn't feel like that's what this is for at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think like them trying to blow out basically what was like a mini game. I mean, almost and like an AC four has always been like a bad, like always not gone is going to do well.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean at least they're saying they did take uh feedback from those technical tests and people that are on the insider program uh and decided it, to delay it. But it's
1: like uh when C D Project Red tried to make Gwent into an actual game. It's like
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean to be fair, they did support it for a while. For like a year or two,
1: but that was yeah. about it.
0: <laughs> I mean that's a year or two longer than I think most of us thought it was gonna last, so Yeah. That's something, at least. Um, and there's going to be possibly WWE wrestlers in Rainbow Six Siege. Hey. get
1: that. I want to I have them in Skull and Bones instead.
0: They've shown uh, some models of The Undertaker and Becky Lynch so far. Um, these are all just... Th- this is leaks. It's not...
1: Yeah, it's rumored you know. so far, but... I mean, if they're putting John Cena in fucking Fortnite, then anything's possible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Right, uh, I mean, we kind of know that the that deal with two K and WWE has not been that great. Incredible. I mean, two K twenty twenty you know, two K twenty two was much better than you know the previous all the others eight games apart. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it says a whole lot either when look at the what they produced, you know, the last couple of years prior. What's yeah. It? So I mean, at least WWE's being smart and being like, "Hey, can we start taking our license other places?" Because just doing it off this one game's not helping us. uh, Are they going to put
1: Finn Balor in Mario Kart?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the day. Oh, why not? They'll just make a WWE Kart racing game. Yeah, other other people are doing it at this point, so why not? I mean, there's a Paw Patrol one, so I guess WWE wouldn't uh, be too far from there. Uh speaking of other multiplayer games, Overwatch two uh keeps getting bad press for itself. Um first they revealed the you have to have a mobile phone and provide your phone number uh in order to I mean, I don't care about this. I you know, other companies have all my information probably. Uh because, you know, that's worked out well
1: for me with my Facebook problem, hasn't it? Yeah.
0: (laughs) On the face of it, should you really worry about this stuff? Other than, you know, know, the possibility of them getting hacked. But all these other freaking social media things that you're on. Yeah, could it go bad? Definitely. But this is kind of in combination with this other announcement that they made this week of Overwatch 2 players that are new to the series. They don't have any data from Overwatch 1 and they're getting into it the first time because this game is going to be free to play. You're gonna to have to play a hundred matches to unlock all of the original heroes, um, and then you won't be able to do, you know, have features like in-game chat or competitive mode um, until you've met certain requirements. Um, this is basically to help, like, prevent having uh, people have accounts that are there to be a nuisance. Um, I mean, as somebody that does play Overwatch, Mark, like, how do you feel about this? Like, if you were new to this game, to would this deter you at all or
1: i would say for me personally the first prop the first like the number thing is kind of onerous just because it's kind of like it's dumb like i already have their blizzard authenticator like that should be good enough the second one i, I kind of see it more or see it that's slightly more valid i don't think 100, 100 matches is good like that's that's too much personally that game has like 30 characters already or maybe like 25 or something like that's a lot and if you are kind of throw it into the deep end even go like how do any of these characters play especially since like this thing isn't launching with the story mode it's just the online thing
0: yeah i mean is the story mode going to come at all or it's always just going to be
1: no it's supposed to come like later i think like next year Ah, they're doing the halo infinite thing which worth working out well for them
0: Uh, i mean to be fair we don't know how many heroes it's going to launch with so that might well, be... All,
1: all, all the Overwatch 1 ones for one.
0: Why? But, okay, I'm talking about... And the I think, like, one new one. <laughs> well, they got to launch with a little bit more, because if you're new, right, you can't just... Everybody's going to play as the one character?
1: No. Because who knows if that character will be good or not. Or, you know, will... But people, like... I mean, established players, have, like, they know who they could like play as.
0: Right. Exactly. So yeah, I
1: imagine like when you, st- if if you're like a new player, you'll start off with like five characters, like the most like basic character, like soldier 76 or like, you know, mercy or, you know, the most like basic archetype characters and then kind of branch out from there. Right. They should do it intelligently and just go like, who looks interesting to you? Like, look at all these characters, pick one and then yeah. stick with it for like five or ten like, rounds.
0: Wh- which one speaks to you? And then you, you know, go on I kind of yeah. agree the whole, like, let's do this to try to prevent, you know, having yeah, speeding yeah, and stuff scammers like... and all that stuff. I mean, that's yeah, a good Yeah, o- Overwatch idea.
1: 2 will launch with 35 characters. Okay. Yo, that's a lot,
0: <laughs> you know. like, Well, how many of them were the original characters? 32. Okay, so you're getting three of the new characters. Yeah. At least. But, I mean, is, is this, like, getting you excited to play Overwatch again, or? Not
1: really. Yeah. I, I don't know if I actually like battle passes that much. I I, I think I, I think the idea of them is interesting, but like they always have like one or two requirements that like are insanely hard or like just require a ton of grinding that I don't like to do. And that's like, the way you're
0: going to be unlocking the new characters, right, with the battle pass. I think the first one, not like
1: the first one, is like you can unlock with the battle pass, but if you already have Overwatch One, you'll just get it. You'll get the character already. But yeah, the next characters, you know, that that's how you do it. I don't know. They've announced they well, the loot boxes are gone completely. Yeah, but it's like how you know. I don't like the idea of having to like unlock craft for characters that I'm never going to like use with a battle right. pass. Like I like playing as one of that healer characters, Mercy, and it's like, well, if this battle pass only has like one unlock for her, and she's like, like level forty six in this f- level fifty battle pass. It's like, well, I guess I'm going to be here a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think these things are good in theory. What matters is the game comes out and people are into it again, which you know.
1: Yeah, Overwatch hasn't been doing too well. <laughs> Problem like maps also like that. Like at a certain point, they just stopped working on it, so they didn't have a ton of maps in the game, or maps were like locked off to specific playstyles or you know round types. So right, that was kind of an issue.
0: Yeah, they definitely got to provide more and. You know, it's going to be Microsoft's thing at some point, even though they they're still having that battle with uh, Europe on whether it's going to get approved or not. But it feels like it's just inevitable and Sony's just done their their part to stall it, Uh, whether it goes into phase two investigation or not. We'll have to see. They set a date on November 8th. Um, But either way, I feel like we're still going to get that approved. And eventually Microsoft is going to face the same problem as Halo Infinite. Where do you want to repeat this again? where you have all these things that you're promising and then they don't come out and then you're having to delay it. And so a beast you have to contend with at some point there. Ah, Hey, they did release the, uh, world of Warcraft, uh, Dragonflight release date, November 28th.
1: I look forward to reviewing it. I'm trying to clear <laughs> up enough hard drive space to install. Wow. Again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, you ready to, to play as a dragon race and get down there. And- Not really.
1: No. like, <laughs> I like playing, like, my character. So, like, I mean, right. I'll play enough of the new, the Drakthor or whatever the fuck they're called, like, to, like, get them how they operate differently. But, I don't know, it's like playing my character. So, I'll just explore the new lands with, like, you know, that, with my guy, and go from there. <laughs> and hopefully it's less busted than the last two expansions have been. Which have not been overly positive, let's say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope that it is positive considering you know work i think they really need to improve this
1: i think it's really funny that they're like oh it's like we're bringing talent trees back and it's like great a system that worked well in the first place that you got rid of for no good reason <laughs> you're bringing back and all the abilities yeah. that i used to already have are not part of this stupid system again <laughs>
0: Well, but hey, I mean, at least, uh, you'll have something new to explore. You got all the, the dragon stuff. People like dragons, right? You know, um, Game of Thrones going strong again. So maybe some of that will come off on World of Warcraft and people will get, but I, f- I feel like this has been one of those where like you haven't really seen a lot of people talking about it. Um,
1: well, you're not, you don't follow the right people, let's yeah. say, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are playing, like, Warcraft right now. Or, you know, WoW right yeah, now. Yeah, right, right so, now. And the, the weird thing is that people seem more excited to, like, play Wrath of the Lich King. Uh,
0: oh, the probably. classic? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. It is cool to get to have that nostalgia again. I
1: saw I saw a great video. I think it was, like, a month ago. Uh, do you follow Asmogold at all? Probably not. I, I know who you that
0: know. is. I don't follow Yeah, he's, like, a WoW that.
1: streamer, pretty, primarily. Yeah. But he was, he was watching someone else's video. They were doing a a raid dungeon and it was like the last time they could do it because the server was switching to the Wrath of the Lich King and this sword dropped that everyone wanted. Like it barely ever drops. It had like 0.5% chance to ever drop. Everyone wanted it. The guy who won it. It's for a, it's for a character that can't actually wear it or can't use it. And he (laughs) got it for transmog purposes. Yeah. Like. Which is, like, two expansions down the road, or maybe three. Yeesh. and You know, it's like, oh, by the time Mr. Pandaria Classic hits, then I can use this thing. Not even use it, just be able to, like, wear it. It's like, I
0: can't believe we're talking about possibly going to Mr. Pandaria Classic. Like, at some point, don't you just, it doesn't just stop being classic? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, but I think, <laughs> I think Cataclysm would be, like, the last one. Because that's, like, the one to four that they... Uh, you know, continental shift, or you know, before they before yeah. they did everything screwed to it.
0: I mean, and it's also weird to think that Pandaria was like <laughs> ten years ago as well. It's like, man, what it may make you feel uh, yeah. old at this point. <laughs> I think I beat that <laughs> um, one. So yeah, yes, you did. I remember that. Um, but that being said, at least uh, you know, Blizzard does have some positives going for it. We'll see how Overwatch is perceived and. How World of Warcraft is received as well. Um, Speaking of new things, EA trotted out something new this week as well. Uh, It's called Wild Hearts. It's being made in collaboration with Koei Tecmo. It's under the EA Originals banner. Um, So that's another positive because almost everything EA Originals, maybe except Lost and Random, has had some kind of uh, fluff behind it or gets well received. I Lost Random just fine. I felt like it came out because it came around in a lot of other things and just nobody really played it. But I, this looks cool. It's like a Monster Hunter type game.
1: Yeah, but I don't think a lot of... I don't think Western studios understand what makes Monster Hunter tick. Even though this is like being developed by an Eastern studio, like, you know, EA is going to ruin it.
0: <laughs> Why do you say that?
1: Uh, Microtransactions. Have they said
0: that that's going to be in the game? Because they
1: Ah, uh, they they don't say that about any of their games, but somehow they always are.
0: So, like, I, I don't know. I just, I would hope not that you're gonna put, back, you know, market transactions, in that game. Like, at least let it live a while first. Um, or to
1: be like, oh, you can, you know, you want a better sword to take out this monster, right? Well, pay a fifty fifty cents. There
0: you uh, go. They'll they'll figure out a way to do Ultimate Team, but. With yeah, go card to the monsters. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will say, you know, it's cool. Like it's a different, you know, setup. I think than Monster Hunter. It's more of a looks like you're, I guess, guy with a sword chopping down or uh, umbrella <laughs> chopping down uh, these big monsters. I will agree. I don't think it's going to have that life blood that you know Monster Hunter has. Obviously, Monster Hunter has the Being a franchise that people know these monsters, they're waiting for these big bosses. Plus, this doesn't look like
1: particularly multiplayer focused.
0: Right, yeah. Like a single player Monster Hunter. I mean, that could be interesting in a way.
1: Yeah, it it might be better that way.
0: And you also build stuff as well. So it's like Fortnite and Monster Hunter. (laughs) That's interesting too. Like, you don't see that a lot. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it could work. Right. I'm kind of sort of intrigued, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, all the monsters look cool and everything uh, as well, but
1: oh, there's the two other guys or three other guys. So
0: yeah, yeah,
1: guess i will have some multiplayer. But I think that's yeah. a very people already know what they like. So yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it took a lot for Capcom to be able to like refine it when they made World, and even then, like you said, like the online wasn't the best. Um, Still isn't. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what EA has up their sleeve with this. Um, But it does look interesting, at least for being a a new IP. And it's coming out, you know, really quick, coming out next year, February 17th. So, yeah, we shall see. Uh, I'm sure they will have more on it probably towards the end of the year or early next uh, for sure. We do know that uh, the UK did actually arrest the... GTA Six hacker. Uh, apparently, he's a 17-year-old that lived in Oxfordshire. Well, he's the presumed GTA Six hacker. Right. I don't want to, you know, be naming someone when this is alleged right now. Um. So this happened pretty much last week at this point. Hey, at least they caught him quick.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure he's not the only guy. Like I'm sure uh, he's working with like a team or something. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it feels like if you're hacking other people that weren't just Rockstar, it's not just one person. That's gotta be like a team. Also, Uber. <laughs> uh, yeah, Uber and what DoorDash as well. And uh, other places. Yeah, I think Uber and Rockstar were like teaming up to be like, please, let's, let's get this guy. <laughs> don't don't want to deal with uh, this happening any, any further. What do you make of the whole uh, uprising of Cyberpunk all of a sudden with these? crazy steam concurrence that have been happening
1: y'all people are gonna be sorely disappointed when you actually play the game when you get like <laughs> right, deep <yeah>. into it
0: <laughs> yeah i mean edge runners has done a lot to the point where i'm almost intrigued to play the game but um if the digital sale ever gets down to under 30 uh i may just go buy the freaking physical one that yeah that's like five 10 bucks, bucks. Or 10 bucks. Yeah.
1: yeah like come on
0: because yeah, just to just to play it and see what it's like. I love the world of the anime enough. Like I think the world's interesting. It's just like what you guys have said at the gameplay is always makes me be like oh, I don't know.
1: I mean, I uh. granted it, it was a while since I played it, and it's pro. Ho, I would hopefully have been patched yeah, by then. Cool. But like I had a mission. There's a mission in the game where you get like infected by a virus, and like the next mission, you basically like. F- cured of it, except it bugged out on me, so my UI I was like constantly screwed up. Like for the rest of the game. Oh wow. Like when someone calls you, like a little video window pops up on like the low the upper right left sorry, upper left hand corner, like displaying who's talking to you. And throughout my entire time with that game it was constantly glitched out. And it's like this was only supposed to be happened during this like one mission. What the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's that's I remember well, you guys talking like, about so many bugs at the, begin- <laughs> at the
1: yeah, beginning. Yeah, I know, the I know uh, I know Jeff started playing it again. He tried to, like, pretty recently, and he played it for, like, five hours, and he was like, this is more busted than I remember, like, he was amazed at how broken it still was, and it wasn't even, like, he was trying to, like, I mean, he was trying to do dumb shit, like, the whole cross-save, or cross-save stuff, like, transferring saves from, like, the PC to the PS5, and it's like, I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't trust that to begin with, personally. But even, like, gameplay stuff with him was still broken. Like, all of his guns, like, disappeared. And he could not get them back. And it's like, that's that's real great.
0: Well, I mean, it's not a turn people that are playing the crap out of it on Steam. It's been over 100,000 players for, what, well, several weeks now. Breaking the Witcher 3's all-time player count at one point. Um, it's attracting 1 million players daily. So, I mean, quite a redemption for CD project.
1: Yeah, but so, again, I, I think a little too late and, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's positive for whenever the that expansion comes out, then more people have played it and they might be interested in that. Right. But, yeah, I agree with you. Will this make them reconsider making games in that universe again? Who knows? Maybe. But it does show them, hey, if you would have come out with the game... Like this originally, imagine how much people would have really loved it.
1: Yeah, or that worked in the first place. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, hey, at least, uh, you know, if Cyberpunk showed that if your game isn't well remembered or doesn't play very well, you can go and make a Netflix anime about it and people will love it all of a sudden again. Uh, Ani Musha is hoping for the same fate. It has been a long time since I heard somebody talk about this game series PS2. ps2 days yeah yeah uh, it's supposed that- to be 3d cgi with hand-drawn backgrounds um it's given you know using modern day animation technology I mean, that's cool i'm i'm all for having more video game properties be animes or except, you know except for the case of shenmue <laughs> yeah well to be fair it's not like shenmue was bad it's just um i think uh what hbo max is taking off or one of you know discovery is taken off of there so um i think people wanted a season two they just it, i guess it didn't get enough support to be able to do that yeah. not sure uh but,
1: yeah and it is a good medium for you know most of the games do you think they'll get genre o for uh Onimusha season
0: three uh, maybe let's hope. Yeah. You can, can use the money problem. Right. <laughs> Why, <not? laughs> Why not? Uh, also PS plus games for October have already been announced. Um, hot wheels Unleashed is the PS five one, uh, injustice two and super hot are the PS 4 ones. So you can start unlocking those on October 4th. I think I already have injustice two on PS four before, so yeah, that's actually, been on there before. Right. Um Super Hot has been on there as well before. Um but those are two really good games. So and I've heard really good things about Hot Wheels Unleashed. So Yeah, that surprisingly. Well. So or, uh that's in contrast to the Games for Golds uh lineup which is doing that. <laughs> yeah, it, they officially this is the first month that they're not doing any more 360 games. Uh there's only the 2 Xbox One games uh right now. Uh they? but it's it like, what is it? Uh, Unbound. I had it up here and I didn't uh keep it because I was like, oh, I don't know if we were gonna talk about it, but um, Unbound, Inbound or Unbound, a Windbound, sorry, and then Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition. All the hits, yep, not 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 great there. Uh, a $45 value if you want to download those at all. Hey, you can still get, well, you can't at the time of this airing, but you could get Portal 2, um, as part of the last 360 before. Yeah. So there's that at least, but it constantly goes on. It's like on the set for like five bucks all the time. It's not really a big loss. If you don't pick it up at this point, uh, you'll be able to get it at some point again. Uh, and just to go into what we've been playing, uh, because Daniel brought it up, I think it, was last week and they hadn't done the full reveal um at that point. So I kind of like, and I feel bad uh for Daniel. Like he was trying to give me, give me high for something that I like. And I kind of poo pooed it in uh, it because I thought it was really going to be a novelty, but then actually finding out that they put all of the, like scanned all the actors like that, makes it more worthwhile I think um, and the fact that you can use them in like manager career mode and all in the modes and stuff like that it's not just a novelty you yeah, know talk about what 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 happened first <laughs> yeah Ted, uh, Ted Lasso I'm sorry as I'm putting the FIFA 23 Daniel mentioned it last week it was sort of like one of those things that they were talking about it wasn't like made official yet and then another one of those things that gets announced like pretty much right after we did the episode they show off like pretty much all the actors are scanned in and you can use the whole team and everything. And of course, Ted Lasso is your coach and uh beer is there and everything. So that's pretty cool. Like, you know, they added the, the women's teams they are probably going to add more leagues as uh, the year goes on. You know, you're going to add the world cup stuff, which is coming up pretty soon. And then they add uh, Ted Lasso, which is, you know, prepping up for the last season, season three. So, the the fact that we're getting, like, everybody, that's pretty awesome to me. So, I will probably use them in a career mode at some point. It's the last hurrah. Yeah, why not? Uh, the last hurrah for FIFA as well, which uh I've been playing. The review code came pretty much at the end of the embargo. <laughs> so, didn't have to worry about that. But it was, like, I think a day or two left in the preview. So, if you've gotten the Ultimate Edition... Uh, you were already playing it even before me but it's um it's more fifa uh, the power shot that they have is pretty cool uh, i will say that that comes in with that hyper motion 2 stuff i've like i really enjoy using it it actually makes it fun to try to pull one of those off and then the big cut scene you get afterwards as well makes it seem like this big thing which that's always great when you add in a new feature and it's something that you know you actually can get excited about so um the other one i haven't really tested out yet but right now i don't really know how to feel about the game because i know that they're gonna it probably already got patched like i'm i'm sure as soon as i boot it up uh i'm gonna have to download that day one patch that is gonna change the way the game plays because right now it actually feels like it plays slow and methodical and you can actually think about what you're doing and you have to actually play it like soccer think two or three moves ahead of what you're wanting to do um i did play as uh the chelsea women's team to start out because it they have this new like training center thing this year that like helps you get better at the game uh and i thought you know playing as the women was just as fun um you can tell the difference in how they move and everything Um, but it's, it's cool again to be able to see the women's leagues be introduced just like you see them in the NBA 2K now with the women as well. So, um, I'll have to play it more. I've only played manager mode so far. Um, the only real difference that I've noticed with that is the, they have new like presentation stuff, but, and then also like they grade your transfers now. So if you're, if you paid too much, for somebody, it will give you a failing grade. It's not going to like take the play away from you or anything like that, but it like basically lets you know that you suck at negotiating and you could have saved this much money if you would have been a better negotiator. So it kind of does show you how you can do better at transfers. Um, so that's kind of helpful as well. Um, but probably next week I'll be able to like give more of an opinion on some of the newer stuff and everything else. But it's been fun so far and ready to play that and when the world cup stuff comes that'll be even more fun so yeah that's uh and i played more soul hackers as well um still love it it's yeah i got to the soul matrix and well that's something
1: yeah uh
0: if i i mean i like like the art design and the characters are like really well done and whatever it's just like those worlds are just so blah, you know. And then even worse is the Soul Matrix feels even more like just there, you know. It's like an and, unfinished level, kind of. Yeah, exactly. It feels like an unfinished level. And then also, like, there's, I'm like, okay, cool. I got this thing that um, I helps me, great. But then I'm like, oh, you can keep going because my demon level is way higher than the what you know you're at at the you know if you've done if you've done a lot of battles and you've done a lot of the stuff before you get to that first soulmates, your demon level should be high. So I could, I think I got through the first two uh, sections and I was just like, I got through that first one and I was like, uh, can I get out of here? Cause I really don't want to keep doing this. <laughs> so like I want to just go to the next part of the story or, or whatever. That might be a little bit more interesting uh, than this part. Yeah.
1: The fun part of it, the soulmate stuff is like the, doors are tied to the character unlocks.
0: Yeah, like, exactly. level and that's terrible.
1: <laughs> so why play. do you
0: say that cuz don't you really you're gaining levels pretty much as long as you keep doing stuff in the game. So
1: Yeah, but you can screw yourself a little if you like side with one character too much. Oh, like, okay. I didn't. Or I, I mean they're pretty balanced. but You can have like one character be like level 100 and you can have the other character be like level 60 and it's Really?
0: Like, How do you do that? Cuz don't you use them all? I mean
1: no, because you're not gaining levels, not not character level. I mean, like, the social level.
0: Right, the uh-huh the social levels. And that's okay.
1: only gained through the story or through, like, the hanging out options or, like, conversation. Right. So, so, like I said, if you side with, like, you know, arrow too much to the detriment of the other two, then they will be underleveled.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's what it is, then.
1: And, like, you can't, you basically can't platform or platinum that game in one go through. You have to do two. Right. Because, like, you have to get the plat, like, to get, like, one trophy, so you have to have a soul level of 200.
0: And oh gosh. Like, wow. I finished
1: it with 100 for each character. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was sweating that, cause, like, one, I think it was the, the uh, not era but the other guy, like, he was, like, 85 or something. So I'm like, I'm hoping there's a few more conversations before this game ends, or I'm gonna be screwed. Yeah. And, thankfully there was, but there's no, like, easy way or repeatable way to, like, Grind out that type of level.
0: Oh, okay. So you um, would have to play it again to get that.
1: Right. Here's a hot tip for you also. You know how you can learn spells or abilities in the Soul Matrix? Like the, uh, Ringo has like a little avatar in there as well. you can like talk to. Yeah. Learn, uh, I think it was, uh, Milady's. I think it was her abilities. One lets you run quicker. In oh, that'd be helpful. In, any, in anything, really. Like, it just requires like eight MP or something, which is like nothing. Uh, and another one lets you uh, basically does away with all enemies that are low, lower level than you.
0: Oh, that would be great. Because I feel yeah. like I'm constantly running into something every yeah. time I move. So, right. It's like, oh, enemy, so,
1: enemy. And you, can, and you can use both of them at the same time. So, oh, okay. that's good. <laughs> yeah. So that was a hot tip.
0: So, <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Um, so, what have you been playing?
1: Uh, he gave me a review code for Steamroll Dig, not Steamroll Dig, uh, Shovel Knight night Dig. Yeah, uh, and it's funny because I played it for like an hour when he gave it to me, or like that that night, and then the next day I beat it. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, I mean, it is a roguelike, so I didn't, I didn't hundred percent it, but I did beat it or got to the last area and beat the last boss which I was really surprised at. Yeah. Cuz normally when you start that game you only have like four life. Uh and you might, you know, increase your like level or your health by like one or two pips or maybe even three. But one run I had like 15 life.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so if deferred... if someone doesn't know what this is. It is a it.
1: platformer, it is roguelite platformer based on shovel knight. But instead, right. of, instead of going to the left or going to the right, you're go- digging down into this mine. Uh, or there are different like biomes for the mine. Like there's like a forest and like a mushroom thing. Uh, and you're facing bosses after like there are three levels per area. And after the third area, you fight a different night boss, like Mushroom Knight, or the last boss is Drill Knight. And then you if you beat them, then you dig down further <laughs> and you collect okay. you, you collect gold uh, or gems along the way. When you die, some of that gets taken away from you, but you're free to sp- like, you're free to spend your gems on upgrades for your character, like permanent upgrades or unlocking new armor or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I was really surprised when I beat it. <laughs> Let's say that. And I was like. Huh, okay.
0: <laughs> Does it make you want to go back and play it more or? So
1: the, the one thing that kind of interests me a little is there are different armor sets you can swap out or you can buy and swap out. I unlocked like two when I, when I played the game or maybe even three. Only one is useful, but there's like eight or nine options. And I looked up like where the other six works. I thought like, I assume like when I beat the game, I, I I unlock like a different one, or like hey, you can play as the boss, or you right. can play as like his character. I was like that might be cool. No, like to unlock the other six, it's all esoteric shit. Like that the like unless you hit, run up on it, you'd have no idea what what you're doing. It's like oh, yeah. in the mushroom area, there are occasional blue mushrooms, and if you hit enough of them, a pathway will open, and there'll be an armor set in there. And I'm like the game does not tell you this at all. like, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess that's a roguelite tradition of like, you know, binding of Isaac isn't exactly like transparent with shit either, but right. You know, nothing, nothing in this game would tell you what, that you, that you can do that. Or there's like a big drill machine that is like, constantly chasing you through the mine. Like you can't like hang out too much in it or else it does kill you. And I guess there's like an armor set on that thing. Like you can like somehow, Jump up to it and like the last level, and there's like an armor piece you can get or armor schematic, and it's like, I I would never have like figured that out or done that because all the game tells you to do is run away from this damn thing. So, yeah, it's it's good. Uh, if you like Shovel Knight, I I don't know if I actually like the mechanics of Shovel Knight that much though. Like the combat is fine, but right platforming is like weird because you automatically do that pogo thing. And I kinda wish it was yeah, exactly. a button, you know. Uh but yeah, it was a good game. I'll have the review done in a few days probably.
0: Well, I'm glad you liked it.
1: Uh, uh what else? Was that a plane that I can't remember you right played now? Live Alive. Yeah, I just got that today actually. Uh it was forty bucks and it was a new copy, so I was kinda surprised at that. Uh yeah, yeah it's it's interesting. Uh yeah, there are eight characters to play as. And I already, I guess I beat one of the stories. I beat the wrestler one. Oh, okay, yeah, the wrestler Which, which I guess is maybe the shortest one because it only took me like forty
0: five minutes. <laughs> yeah, there's some that are like you know two hours. Some that are yeah. You know.
1: It's inter. It's interesting. I'll say that. Like I know every the game does a pretty poor job at explaining some mechanics of it. Let's say <laughs> like. There's like, oh, then this bar above you is filled and you can do an action. I'm like, okay, I get that. But you didn't tell me how to move my character at all. So...
0: Yeah, but he, isn't each one different, though? So... Yeah,
1: that's another problem. Or another fun thing I'm going to discover is, yeah, every character plays differently. Yeah. Because they'll have different, different basically, jobs. So, yeah. The Wrestler 1, he would learn moves by being attacked by other wrestlers or other fighters. So that was kind of interesting. Like he's yeah. like trying to go like one, one of these guys in particular was a pain in the ass because they're trying to goad him into like attacking me because he had three moves I could learn and I learned two and he's like near dead. And I'm just going like attack me with this third move so I can learn it and then kill you, you know? <laughs> and I eventually did get it, but yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm kind of curious more now to try the SNES version. Uh, yeah, I know it has been like you know, localized by someone, let's say. Right, yeah. And a local but, store actually has, like, a copy of it, like, the, a reproduction copy. So, I may try to track that down,
0: but yeah, it's it's interesting. Well, I mean, that's one game that I have on my list of when I start paring down things that I want to buy, just because I, you know, it apparently inspired Octopath Traveler. And also, oh, yeah. You know, it, yeah.
1: It reminded me a lot of speaking in, uh, three actually also, because that was a game that had like, well, three main protagonists, let's say, and then three additional ones, and they all had like right. connecting stories. And I know this one, this one does culminate in like all oh, your characters meeting up somehow. Yeah. Even though they all, you know, one's a, one's a caveman and one's kind from of like a robot in the future,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Never, no, I, I think it's cool that they did do that, uh, where they, Made it all different, and you know that's positive. Yeah. These. Uh, anything else? Uh, still screwing around with GTA Five some. <laughs>
1: well, just I, I'm really that bored. You know, <laughs> like oh my
0: gosh.
1: I think I forgot oh, you... to mention it. I I, well, I mentioned it last week, but I did beat that, uh, Ragnarok DLC for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did. The credit sequence for that thing is so goddamn long. My <laughs> God.
0: Was like, there anything at the end that was worth? it? No,
1: it just like jumps you back. I mean, you could skip it, obviously, but it just right. jumps you back in like the main world again. And it's like, holy crap! Like Avengers: Infinity War, or you know, Endgame. The credit the credits were like far shorter in that thing. <laughs> uh, this thing was this thing was like the credits were like twenty six minutes. Yeah, and it's like holy hell! Like I don't need to know who did like the Korean translation, or you know, like. If you want to have it in there for Korea, go ahead. But yeah,
0: come
1: on, guys. So
0: yeah, that was a funny moment. Well, um, all right, I guess we will start wrapping it up here. So I mentioned that pretty much uh, the big game coming out this week is going to be Overwatch too. Um, so I'm sure Mark might have some thoughts. Um. Ever play it <laughs> if he does play it? Uh, Alfred, that Alfred Hitchcock vertigo game that I feel like got announced a while ago, uh, comes out for console. Um, the this uh, Chaos Head Noah Chaos, which is like a visual novel that apparently is too spicy for Steam and they had to censor it. Uh, but apparently on Switch it's like a little bit less uncensored. I don't know. It's uh, just something I saw roaming around there. Um, right. That Nickelodeon Kart Racers 3 also comes out, and the No Man's Sky comes out on Switch as well. So if you've been waiting, waiting to play that on Switch. Yeah, the best platform to play it on, I'm sure. Then go you for see it. that $70 Skyrim on Switch also? Uh, and, and then to find out that Nintendo's publishing it as well, right? So Nintendo is definitely adding the Switch tax onto that. My God, yeah. seventy dollars for an old game there. <laughs> um, that, I'm sure it won't run that well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely sure it won't. Uh, but we'll see. They've done miracles again with uh, Switch. Apparently, the newer version of Switch runs really well. So, yeah, we shall see how that goes. Um, and and you been watching anything? Uh, I don't know
1: uh, I, actually. I mean, it's an old show. I've been watching that Fallen Skies show. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. I. So what it what is it about for someone like me who does not?
1: I mean, it's alien invasion kind of. Oh, okay. Uh I like a lot of the actors in it personally, like uh, Will Patton and Noah. Get the guy's last name. And it has like <laughs> decent production values. Like Jens doesn't like it because he thought it was too low brow or too low budget. But all he likes is like anime and anthology stuff so
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> what does he know right
1: um uh i think it's it's perfectly fine it's not great but i'm i just started season four and it's picked up on blu-ray so that's kind of why
0: <laughs> all right fair enough i assume you're watching Andor. <laughs> i have not but i've watched the first episode of andor and then i can't get myself to watch the rest of it it's like i don't know it's just not I don't. I don't blame you. Vibing, vibing with me right now. Um, I, maybe when House of Dragons over and I don't have a show to be hyped for or something. I think I'll my watch
1: it. my philosophical problem with Andor is I didn't like Rogue One to begin right. with. Like, they're explaining something in Star Wars that doesn't didn't need to be explained. Andor is like the continuance of that. Like they're further explaining exactly. something that.
0: Okay. Well, good thing we were at the end anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for, uh, listening, watching, and bye bye.